0: At home, sing with me and clap your hands. Get up off the couch. Get out of the chair. It's time to worship the Lord. All right, come on now. Oh, Glory. Lord. What a glorious day, by the way, that we have here for you. The Lord has made this wonderful, beautiful sunshine, and and uh, and, and if you're at home, just sit back as we as we worship this next song. every song we could ever sing. Worthy of every praise we could ever bring. Worthy of every breath we could ever breathe. We live for you. every other name Jesus the only one who could ever save ever breathe we live for you we live for you because he is Shaken with his love. Holy there is no one like you. There is none beside you. Open up. In your love to those around me. Amen.
1: Well, hello, everybody. It's so good to see you all this uh, fine Sunday morning. That was beautiful, Ron. Thanks for entering us into the presence of the Lord this morning. For all of you who are in the parking lot, we added an extra speaker so you guys could hear. Can everyone hear in the parking lot? Yeah, you're welcome. So at home, if you had a complaint and you didn't tell us that you couldn't hear in the parking lot, we added a speaker. So definitely come and you can enjoy in the parking lot, and now you can hear us very clearly. Uh, So we're excited about that. Thanks to my cousin Bill for setting that up, and to Ron. He's the uh, sound man extraordinaire. And he does praise and worship. I mean, he can do everything. He's a man of many talents. <laughs> uh, today, we just have a few announcements. Uh, first, I wanted to address, a lot of you may have heard, LA County has issued a Safer at Home Order. Uh, and I wanted to let you know, religious gatherings are exempted from that Safer at Home Order. Because the Constitution protects our fundamental right to gather and worship, and our religious freedom. So, I want to let you know that Um, it it is, we are exempted. And there was a recent Supreme Court ruling this past Wednesday that enjoined, that just basically means put a stop to uh, Governor Cuomo in New York. He was discriminating against uh, religious gatherings, uh, Christian and Jewish religious gatherings in the state of New York, and the Supreme Court ruled against him and said that you cannot treat secular gatherings differently than religious gatherings. So we're going to be monitoring that. There's a pending petition from a church in Pasadena regarding indoor gatherings. Uh, So uh, hopefully we'll get a ruling on that soon. Um, We're also analyzing sort of the previous ruling to see whether or not there's enough, um, you know, whether or not we can start meeting inside based on it. But uh, we're just kind of waiting to see what happens. Uh, But we wanted to just let you know about all that information. That's why it was so important that Justice Barrett, Uh, Amy Coney Barrett was put on the Supreme Court. She was the deciding vote that basically ruled against discrimination of churches and other religious gatherings. Uh, So I just wanted to give you all that important update and information. Also, not only is it legal for us to keep gathering, I just want to add it's also safe. We're doing social distancing. We're outside. We're all wearing masks. We've got people in the parking lot. We here at New Heart are 100% confident that we can keep you safe and healthy while gathering here at the church. We wouldn't do it. We wouldn't continue to gather if we didn't feel it was safe and healthy for you. So it's not just that we have the legal ability to meet and gather. We also believe, you know, morally that we can keep gathering and keep you safe. We think it's and we also think it's consistent with scripture to not forsake the assembling of the brethren. Hebrews 10, 25. Okay. So uh, now that that's over, we have a little bit more lighter uh, announcements. The elementary today, Margaret is going to be teaching the second week on all of my future. Last week, if you missed it, she was Florence Nightingale. It was awesome, okay? I felt like I had gone back into the past, and we were in the U.K., and she was taking care of the soldiers in the Crimean War. It was awesome. Um, But next week, my mom is going to be teaching... Um, And she has a special guest, so we want to profile this special guest. We've been having a lot of special guests come and visit us in Children's Church this year. We had Christopher Columbus and, like I said, Florence Nightingale come and tell us how God was telling them about their future. And next week, we are going to learn about faith and how to believe God for what he has prepared for us. And so now we have a special guest. I I don't see – do you see a special guest anywhere? I, what, where, where
2: is he? Oh, Ooh. here he comes. Here he comes. I am super faith, man. And I'm going to teach the kids how to have super faith to trust God for their future. That should be good. But how do we be like you, having super faith? Well, it's very easy, super kids, because God has given everyone the measure of faith. And all they have to do is exercise their faith, and it'll grow, and they'll be strong and have good faith like me. You know, that sounds easy, but how do we get a cool-looking costume like yours? Well, you know, that's a funny thing, because uh, (laughs) you don't really need this costume to have super faith. I'm just wearing it so you can see that I do have super faith. But once you exercise and see God work, you'll feel and know that you have super faith on the inside of you. Okay, that sounds great. So uh, I'm trying to work out this, this costume where I can fly. I'm, I'm trying it, so excuse me. And I'll see you all next week. <laughs> all right, goodbye, Super Faith Man. We love you. We're looking forward to your lesson
1: for next week. Um, so kids, tune in today to hear Margaret uh, on All My Future and next week to see Super Faith Man um, on our children's church lesson and it's on Facebook at uh, 12.30. And just a, a small note, today the, uh, the, the children's church lesson is on Facebook at 1 o'clock. 1 o'clock, because we've got dueling, we got to do the youth, and we got to do uh, the elementary uh, lesson as well. So we're going to stagger them. So 12.30 for the youth on YouTube uh, and uh, 1 o'clock for the elementary. And today I'm going to be interviewing none other than Matthew Amako. He's back all the way. From Notre Dame in Indiana so we're gonna be interviewing him and hearing all about his first semester in college we're so excited for him to be here Uh, and he's helping us today he helped us set up and Matthew I convinced Matthew he wasn't really excited about this but I convinced Matthew to do a pie-eating contest with me and when I taught when I said we're gonna do a pie-eating contest his first response to me his reaction was I eat slow (laughs) I told him it's okay it's okay We've got it figured out. It's going to be fun, so definitely tune in. It's going to be messy, uh, but definitely tune in today. Um, Okay, so also I wanted to tell you the Operation Christmas Child Program. We're so excited. We collected 32 boxes, which is really amazing in a pandemic. So we wanted to thank you for all your uh, hard work and support, for being able to work out all the logistics and get those boxes to us. We really appreciate it. And when my dad dropped them off at the drop site, they were so appreciative of all the boxes that we were able to give to them. So thank you so much. That's really an extraordinary uh, number, given everything that's been going on right now. So thank you so much for that. And we want to also, since we're on the topic of Christmas, we've got a Christmas program called A Journey to Bethlehem. Uh, We're still deciding if it's going to be on the lawn or inside. uh, But that's going to be December 20th. Uh, Ron is going to be doing, I don't know if you were here Uh, last year was it? Was it last year? Ron did an amazing Christmas program. He does amazing Christmas carols. We're also going to have the biblical characters dress up and we're going to interview them again, which is going to be great. So you're not going to want to miss that. But we just want to make sure that we're able to celebrate the birth of Jesus as a family. Um, To here together in person uh, because we don't want this pandemic. We don't want COVID to spoil Christmas for us as a family here at New Heart Foursquare Church. And lastly, if you want to give your tithes or offerings, there's a red box here on the welcome table. On the lawn, you can give online. And I think my cousin Bill is going to put up the uh, website. It's newheart, the number four, Y-O-U dot com slash give dash online. Or you can mail a check to 380 East Covina Boulevard, Covina, California, 91722. All right, thanks. And you know, my mom is going to come up, and she's going to give a little message and word of encouragement to all the women here at New Heart.
3: Praise the Lord, everyone. Can you hear me? I can't hear myself. There, there, I can hear myself. Well, glory to God, we've all been through a lot this year. (laughs) And I'm just here today. God, you know, he wants to speak to the women today uh, about, we want to talk about our Christian legacy, okay? We as women, we have our families, and that's a part of our Christian legacy. And then we also have... The surrounding United States and the world okay and we want to look to see a Christian legacy in the future not just for us but for our children so as they grow up as Christians they can grow up in home with peace in our homes with peace and also in our country with peace the Bible says that we are to pray for our leaders for our country and as we pray we need to humble ourselves so that God can heal our land he can heal our land and give us peace so as we look in our homes today is there peace in your home and as we look in our country is there peace in our country Well, I believe the Lord is saying today that he wants the women, his women, to rise up and to pray so that our land can be healed. And to look at ourselves and humble ourselves and see, is there anything in our lives that needs to be humbled? I mean, just yesterday and the day before, I'm like, okay, Lord, I need to humble in that area, you know. Because sometimes we get attitudes, you know, sometimes we're not doing the will of God, you know, it might not be out taking drugs or, but it might be our attitudes or just how we talk to our husbands or our kids, you know, and vice versa. We need to train our children how to walk in love and how to, you know, live at home in peace and in, in order at home. So, you know, God is calling us, ladies. I believe this is something that God put on my heart this year as I see the things going on, even in my own family, that we're working on things. And that when I look outside to our country and I see some of the things that go on that are so sad, okay? I'm not going to go into them, um, but. They're just so sad what is, ha- is happening to the United States. So that's what I'm here to encourage all you ladies to rise up. Today is the day of salvation, and today is the day for prayer. So the first thing I want to mention about having a Christian legacy is in 1 John 4, 7. We have to get to know God and believe what he says about us. A lot of us, and I know with me, many of us, we don't know God to the extent where we believe what he's saying about us. And I know it because I hear my own mouth say things, (laughs) you know, like, oh, I'm scared or, oh, I'm this or, yes, we are. But we have to know, we don't have to worry. We don't have to fear because God is with us. And when he says something to us, we have to believe it. The Bible says in 1 John 4, 7, Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. How do we know God? We know his love. We learn about his love, and we learn about how much he loves us. And we believe that he loves us. There's so many times I feel like, Do you love me, God? And he keeps saying to me, yes, I love you. Will you believe it? (laughs) Will you start believing that I truly love you? And I've had to really, you know, uh, learn that, that God truly loves me. And, ladies, he loves all of you. No matter what we go through, no matter if people reject us, if they persecute us, that's scriptural. (laughs) If we're Christians and we're doing the will of God, people are going to persecute us. But that doesn't mean God doesn't love us. God loves us with an everlasting love. And let's talk about Mary. She was one who knew God, and I'm talking about Mary, the mother of Jesus. She was one that knew God, and she believed what God said about her. Remember when the angel Gabriel came to her, and he said, You are with child and he's going to be the savior of the world, and his name is Jesus. And she pondered, and she believed what God had said to her. People didn't believe it. People were, they were putting her down. They were mocking her because her and Joseph were not married. Okay, so, you know, people were scoffing her, but yet she believed during that whole time that God was with her, that, that she knew him and she was going to believe exactly what he said to her. The second point in having our Christian legacy is be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Ephesians 6.10 says, Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand in the evil day and above all Stand. And then it goes on to tell you, I'm not going to go through it, your armor and how you're supposed to put it on every day. It's the power of the Holy Spirit. Be strong in the Lord, not in ourselves. But it's the power of the Holy Spirit, not our own might. The battles that we have to fight, ladies, are in the spirit realm. Okay, we might not see things happening right away. But it's happening in the spirit realm. And that's the way we have to fight. That's the way we have to fight. And Mary also was a fighter. She was strong in the Lord. And I'm talking to you ladies that have children right now. How would you feel if your child was getting crucified and you had to watch your child get crucified? You talk about some strength. I'm sure she had some tears, but that doesn't mean she wasn't strong. For her to be there with him and to go through that whole thing he had to go through, that takes some strength. The third thing that I wanted to talk to you about, three, we've talked about it. Be prayerful. Be a prayer warrior and stick to it. One of the things that's happened to me since I retired and I've seen what's going on, you know, I I just, I want, I have more time. I want to be closer to God. Um, I've seen, like we talked about, what's going on in our country, what things people say, just horrible things people say about other people. It's, It's out of control. And if that's happening in your home, that's out of control. And you need to pray and you need to go to the Lord and you need to um, be a prayer warrior for your family and be a prayer warrior for your country. And stick to it. Now when I say pray, I'm not talking about, you know, pray one day a week or uh, pray a five minute prayer. I'm talking about interceding with the Holy Spirit, whatever the Holy Spirit tells you to do. Like for me, and I just wanted to mention this for me, I've made a commitment to pray for our country for 30 minutes a day. And that's just me. Um, I tried an hour before. That's not me. I couldn't, you know, I couldn't do it daily. But now that I've gotten the right time that I can handle, that's what I've done. That's the commitment I made to the Lord. So every day, I don't care if it's 12 midnight, <laughs> I pray in the spirit for my country excuse me, and for my family. And the person I just wanted to mention is Esther. We talked about Mary now quickly about Esther. She knew how to pray. She found out the Jews, her, her um, inheritance or her um, people, were going to be killed through King Xerxes. And Mordecai, her cousin, told her about that. And so she told Mordecai and the Jews, start praying, and I will pray too. Let's intercede. We have got to turn this thing around. So they all prayed together. They were in different places. She was in one place, and then Mordecai and the Jews were in another. But they all prayed throughout the land. And she went to the king, and you couldn't go to the king without an appointment. But she told the Lord, Lord, give me favor so I can go to see the king. He gave her that favor. She went into the outer courts, and he he welcomed her. He said, Esther, come in. Tell me what you need. I'm here to give it to you. And so through a couple things, and then she got to the banquet, uh, she told him that Haman, his greatest leader, had decided to kill all the Jews And he was the one, through someone else, got King Xerxes to sign a petition or a a declaration um, to kill the Jews. And so he got angry at Haman, and Haman ended up being hung in his own gallows. So do you see how God turned that thing around? He tried to be sneaky and get it in there, but he turned it around. So I just wanted to say, for your legacy, these three things quickly so we can, I can remind you. Get to know God and believe what he says about you. Because if you believe what he says about you, you're going to change the way you think about yourself, how you carry yourself, and you're going to be able to hear God more and know what is his will for you. The more you know God, the more you can hear God. Number two, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. That's power of the Holy Spirit. Everything is done. Everything is done in the spirit. The fighting is in the spirit realm. There's principalities, powers, the rulers of the darkness of this world. And they are coming against us. They are of Satan and they are against all of you, including me. They're against us, they hate us. People that are anti-Christ do not like us and they're doing everything they can to destroy our legacy, to destroy our, our religious freedom. Whatever they can do, they wanna go against it. And the third thing, be a prayer warrior. Everybody, ladies, I just wanna encourage you to make a commitment to God today to pray for your family, to pray for your country, not one day a week, But if you can do it daily, um, talk to God. He will show you what to do. I love you all. I miss you all. And just want to wish you a good season coming up. And hopefully your Thanksgivings were all fantastic. God bless you and have a wonderful day.
0: find voices in my mind say I not enough. Every single lie that tells me I, mean, I will never measure, and I am. Just the sum of every high and every low. Oh, remind me once again who I am, cause I need to I'm strong when I feel I am weak. You don't, don't belong when I am falling short, when I don't belong. You say I'm yours, cause I believe.
4: day. How is your faith in this hour, in this time? We're here to magnify, to glorify, and to exalt the King, eternal, immortal, invisible, the only wise God. We believe that's why we're here today, to demonstrate our faith in the Almighty God, the one who said, let there be light. The one who is an everlasting God, who loves us, So as we get ready to hear the word, prepare your hearts as the music has ushered us into the very presence of Almighty God. Expect to receive your miracle. What is your need today? What breakthrough are you believing God? The God who never sleeps. The God who never slumbers. The God who is always right here. Always by our side. As the Word of God says, if God be for us, who can be against us? So fear not is the word. 365 days a year. Fear not, for I am with you, says the Lord. Father, we thank you as we come in your presence this very morning. We know that even before we call, you've already answered. You're already working miracles because you are the same yesterday, today, today and forever and everyone agreed said amen hallelujah glory to god well thank god for the word and thank god for us being here in the bright sunshine is it bright (laughs) it's a beautiful day here in southern california for all those that may be in different weather and different climate rejoice with us because we have excellent sunshine today as we rejoice with you Thank God for Pastor Chuck and the the ministry of New Heart and Marianne and all the members of Victory, I mean, uh, New Heart Fellowship, and we thank God for an opportunity to be here and to give the word of God and just to elevate your, your, your faith to do great things for God, amen? Well, today's message is called Living by the Faith of the Son of God. If ever there's a time we need to be living by faith and trusting God, it's now. If ever there's a time that we need to be strong in the Lord and the power of his might, it is when? Right now. Glory to God. And God says, I will be your strength. Psalms 27.1 simply says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? There is no fear in God. So today, if you would go with me, we're going to look at Galatians 2.20. We're going to use this as our launching pad as we go forward. Galatians 2.20, you probably already know it, and I would just encourage you to memorize it because it's a powerful scripture. And it simply says, I am crucified with Christ. All the things that are going on right now, you may say, wow, certainly I'm being crucified with all of the pandemic and what all of the financial and difficulty and things that you may be dealing with, medical or health issues, we are crucified with Christ. But what does the word of God says? Nevertheless, I live. What? Yes, we live. Somebody say, I live. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I live. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I. Wait a minute. Hold on. Yet not I. But what? Christ liveth in me. Now, I want to just say silah, silah, silah. Stop, pause, think about it. It's no longer us that live, but Christ lives in us. Now, what does Christ mean? It means the anointing. The Messiah lives in us. What does the anointing do, Pastor Chuck? It's anointing what? That breaks yokes. It's an anointing. When the enemy thinks he can throw one thing at you, the anointing. Have you ever seen anyone try to climb a greasy pole? They fall down. Nothing sticks. Nothing. 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 The enemy is shooting arrows. He's throwing darts, and uh, you know you you are so so anointed by God. God says, "I will show you. I will teach you. I will guide you." So the scripture says, "Nevertheless, I live; yet not I, but who?" Christ liveth in me. In the life I live live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me. Somebody say, he loves me. He loves me. That's all you need to know. See, that's the motivation, inspiration, celebration causing us to rise and keep rising because the word of God is in us. And the Bible says faith comes by Hearing and hearing by the word of God. Now, now see, a lot of people's faith is polluted and contaminated. Why? Because they hear a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and it's it's not mixed with faith, the pure, undivided, unadulterated word of the living God. The word of God says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So if you're dealing with sickness, I love the scripture that says he was wounded for my transgressions. He was bruised for my iniquities. The chastisement of my peace was upon him. And by his stripes, we are healed. Glory to God. Somebody ought to shout amen. If you're believing God for total healing restoration, say, I'm healed. Glory to God. I'm healed. Glory. The enemy says, wait a minute. Now, let me tell you, I woke up and the inspiration of this message was God said, tell my people. I love them. Tell my people I'm watching over them. Tell my people I am for them. And as God is telling you, me to tell you, he's for you. It's just like my children. You know, I, I love them. I love them. I love them. I love them. I, I love them. And God said, I love you. Even though you say, well, I'm not perfect. Well, God says, I'm going to Psalms 138 and 8, okay? For those of you who are looking for a meditative scripture to declare who you are and what God is doing in you. Psalms 138 and 8 simply says, the Lord will perfect that which concerns me. Somebody else shout amen. All right, you say, well, I got anger issues. Well, Psalms 138 and 8 says he's going to perfect you. God is going to correct you. He's going to direct you. And so whatever the situation, you may be enduring, glory to God. Faith says I'm coming out. Faith says I'm rising up. Faith in God. Amen. So scripture says in Romans chapter 12, it says to every man is given a measure of faith. Now let me tell you, the more you build up your faith in Marianne, you said something very powerful I stay up interceding, praying in the Holy Ghost. The Bible says, build up your most holy faith. Pray it in the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. Pray. Glory to God. Now, let me tell you, we're living by the faith of Jesus Christ. And what did Jesus do? He snuck away. He prayed. He was in the mountain. He was was communing with his father, getting instructions. Some of you, here's the key, here's the key. I would rather spend 30, 40, 50 an hour in prayer rather than spending hours in a courtroom, rather than spending hours in an emergency hospital, rather than spending times trying to, you know, bankruptcy. I'm praying, glory to God. What? Because when you pray, God makes a way. He'll make a way out of no way. God is that kind of a God. So if he says pray, men ought to what? Always pray and what? Not faint. Well, here's an antidote. If you feel your heart is giving you trouble and you're saying, well, I feel like fainting. I, I've got my blood pressure is going higher. You know, every time I turn on the news, it's darkness, It's it's badness, it's trouble, it's pandemic, it's curfew, it's this, it's that and the other. Well, if you turn into, here's the key to you. Give yourself some good news, amen? Get your Bible and start prophesying to yourself. I'm breaking out, glory to God. If God broke Paul and Silas out of prison, I'm lifting up a holy prayer, glory to God. And I'm gonna begin to declare, the scripture says, he who began a good work in me, hallelujah. Can you help me, Ron? (laughs) Leave 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 it right there. He who has begun. A good work in you will perform it until the day and coming of Jesus Christ. Woo! Glory to God. I'm excited. I'm excited because God is excited about you. God is excited about me. You have a gift. Just say, I have a gift. Say it like you mean it to me, like you said, I have a gift from Almighty God. Glory to God. What is that gift? God has given you the gift of faith. Selah. Stop, pause, and think about it. Not everybody's got the faith to trust God. Not everybody's got faith to, 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 to put their trust in the one who was. The one who said, let there be light, and there's light. There's still light. The one who said the moon, the stars, and everything he created. The heavens declare the glory of God. All you got to do is look in the mirror and say, "Woo, God, you made a masterpiece in me. Now, that's some of you, I got to take that by faith, Amen. But make a good confession over yourself. Charles, I was watching a movie. And the movie was uh, it was a movie they were talking about, oh, what's my future? And they were asking somebody else what their future was. And they said, Well, your future is bleak. It, it looked like you're gonna go down to defeat. He said, I don't go by your your destiny, your de- declaration. My destiny is great, and I'm gonna overcome. How many of you, when you get a bad report, you begin to declare God's report. And when you begin to declare God's report, God says, I'm not a man that I should lie. Numbers 23, 19. God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. Hath he said, and shall he not do it? Hath he spoken it, and shall he not make it good? That's where I'm building my house on. I'm building my house on the rock. Of the word of the revelation of Jesus Christ, because why? The word never returns void. Somebody say the word never returns void. So that's why when you're sending out the word, when you're praying and when you're interceding, you're sending up. You're sending up. It's just like how many gone to your bank account and say, "Oh, whoa, I've got millions. I've got more than enough." It's overflow, glory to God. I got overflow in my bank account. Some of you ain't there yet. Well, keep praying, glory to God. Pray harder, glory to God, because your God is more than enough. Your God is a God who says he has pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. Psalms 35, 27. Declare the word of God. If you're living by the faith of Jesus Christ, Jesus says, you know what? I overcome, and if I overcome, And you're in me because the scripture says Christ in you, the hope of glory. So guess what? As it's getting hotter and more temperous and more difficult in these days, God says, I made you for this day. This is your hour to shine. Say it's my hour. To shine and not whine. All right, there you go. Clap your hands and say, glory, that's me, hallelujah. (laughs) I'm excited. Why? Because, see, now, look, Jesus, if we're living by the faith of Jesus Christ, how many miracles did Jesus do? Well, probably an unlimited number of miracles, but it recorded 37. And he turned what? Water into wine. Yeah, he did. He took something that was common and made it exceptional. And they said, hey, you save the best for last. Guess what? Do you think in this day and this hour in 2020 that God is not going to ma- magnify himself? He certainly is because why? He's God. And he's Nahum one a powerful scripture. Nahum one when you want to hold on to something, when everything else is looking bleak, dark, and gloomy, You've got to have the word of God. You've got to take the sword of the spirit and begin to fight the good fight of faith. We never stop fighting. Now, I've done a lot of NBA games, been to the 209 World's uh, uh, NBA Finals, 210, all the way up to about 205. And guess what? They say defense wins championships. Well, guess what? If you don't have no offense, how in the world are you going to win? I like to stay on the offensive. How many of you are offensive-minded? How many of you always charge? Let's go. Let's go. We can win this. We are overcomers. We are more than conquerors. Why? Because that's what the Word of God says. If you need someone else to tell you who you are, then you don't know who you are. When you let God tell you who you are, and when God says, Behold what manner of love the Father has set upon Gary. That he should be called a son of God. Therefore, the world does not know us. Don't try to match the world. The world will tell you, oh, you know, one time I, there was this guy, and I was at work. And guess what he said? He said, what's up, player? I said, what? Now, I could, I could, you know, that's a compliment, undermining compliment. Player, you know, a player. If you, for those of you that don't know a player, you know, it's like a playboy. And I say, wait a minute, I found offense with that. I say, well, hold on, buddy. Because see, the enemy's putting seeds out there, trying to plant in you. I say, hold on. Let's let's change that. I'm not a player, I'm a prayer. Can I get a witness? Can I get a witness? Come on now. Hey, you see, you've got to have the presence of mind that the enemy is trying to subvert you. He's trying to take the word that is planting in you. Pastor Chuck is planting words in you about love, walking by faith, and, and doing great things. And, and as you come to church, your life should be on the increase, glory to God, not on the decrease. You know, it's like ebbs and flows in the stock market. Oh, the stock is up, the stock is down. We are the same yesterday, today, and forever because God is in us. God loves us with an everlasting love, as you said. And that's a real, real reality. Guess what? Our heart should beat, heartbeat of John three sixteen. For God so loved Gary, for God so loved each and every one of us, that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believed in him would not perish, but have ever, ever, everlasting life. Now, see, a lot of people, are they're selling out. Judas, when Jesus was in the mountain, said, bow down and worship me. I'll give you everything you want. Some people are saying, well, you know, Judas, he said, I'll take 30 pieces of silver. You have to make a declaration. You have to know the value of what you have. You have the keys to everlasting life. You have an inheritance in God. And because of that, the enemy said, Well, let's trick them. Let's trap them. Let, let, let me send a sly guy to some of these young ladies and saying, Hey, sweetie, uh, you're, you're beautiful. But guess what? They have an ulterior motive. They're trying to subvert your faith, they're trying to derail you, they're trying to sidetrack you to get your eyes. Now, the scripture says, If you're going to live by the faith of the Son of God, the scripture says, looking. Unto Jesus, the author, somebody say the author, and the finisher of our faith, all right? Who for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Well, glory to God if he's seated at the right hand. The Bible says we're seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So we have to realize the greatness of God in us. First John 4 4. If you're living by the faith of the Son of God, and because we are living by the faith of the Son of God, the scripture says in 1 John 4 4, it says you're of God. Just say it with me, say, I'm of God. Now the scripture says little children, but we we, you know, if you've been in Christ long enough, your maturity level should ascend. Glory to God. And so you're of God, little children, because just say, because. Just say because. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. See, the enemy is wanting to find out. You say, well, Pastor Gary, why am I going through all the difficulties I'm going through? Because you want to validate, you want to verify that the greater one is in you. So Jesus told you what? Say, if you say unto mountains, be removed and be thou cast in the sea and shall not die. Doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He'll have whatsoever he saith. See, so you have to begin to, as the scripture says, line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little, there a little. We want to be on the word. We want to be point spot on. We want a dead, dead, top dead center, as they used to say when you're time in your old car. We want to be. In the midst of God's anointing. Now, God is pouring out in these last days. Why? He says, well, okay, I'm not going to be outdone. You know, the the world is is, is doing all their thing, and there there are a lot of pied pipers out there leading people the wrong way, leading people to do the wrong thing. Oh, it's okay to smoke. It's okay to drink. It's okay to sex. It's okay. It's okay. Wait a minute. That's not God's standard. God's standard is the royal standard. Now, 1 Peter 2.9, for those of you that are with me, glory to God, and all of you say, my name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. It ain't nothing, and no one going to uh, pry it out of me. I'm going. Just say, I'm going all the way. 1 Peter 2.9 simply says, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, that you should show forth the praise of him who's called you out, called you out, called you out. Somebody say, I'm out. Glory to God. I've called you out of what darkness into the what marvelous light. That's why we lift up holy hands. That's why we lift up holy hands without wrath or doubting. Now, I want to encourage you as you are here and you're lifting up your pastor's arm like what? Aaron and her held up the arms of Moses, and as long as those arms were held up, glory to God, victory was assured. So don't get tired. For those of you that are here working the work of the Lord, for those of you say, I want to do something great for God, it starts. You might want to be an usher, you might want to be, you know, on a video team, you might want to be a prayer warrior. Start somewhere. If God has been good to you and God is doing great things for you, keep working the work of the Lord while it's called today. Don't get tired. Don't get frustrated. Now, if you're living by the faith of the Son of God, guess what happens? Fear's got to go. Failure's got to go. And frustration's got to go. Why? Because Isaiah simply says it like this. The peace of God that passes all understanding will keep your heart and your mind through Christ Jesus. So, guess what? Your blood pressure is going to come back to normal. Your heart rate is going to be normal. Come on, somebody, guess what? God is a good God and He never sleeps, He never slumbers. He's always on time. Begin to sing. Lift up a song of praise. Now, let me just tell you as you lift up your hands, who did they win? Now, who won the fight yesterday? It was a draw, right? People that might not know him. Tyson and Joe. He, he won the fight? Okay. All right. They have to make it amicable. So, <laughs> so, so. but guess what? <coughs> Why do we lift our hands in prayer? Why do we lift our hands in worship? Because we know God is releasing victory. God is releasing victory. God is releasing breakthrough. God is releasing miracles. God is opening doors. God is doing tremendous things. That, because why? They that know their God shall be strong and do exploits. You know, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego say, you know what, oh, King Nebuchadnezzar, you can throw us in that fire, but we're not bowing down. You know, some of you are being challenged. Well, well, I'm, I'm going to be challenged in my, 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 my neighborhood. I'm going to be challenged even in my home. I'm going to be challenged and challenged, you know. But guess what? God is going to break through for you. He's a God who specializes in breakthrough. Now, we just came through the Thanksgiving season. So, you know, a lot of times people are thankful. Oh, I'm thankful. I'm thankful. But they don't reciprocate. There is a two way street. If God has done something great for you, oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for He's good. His mercy is everlasting. His truth endures throughout what? All generations. Well, glory to God. I'm, I'm thankful to God. I'm, I'm doing something to reciprocate. Lord, Lord, I, I'm glad to be thankful. But but my gratitude manifests my attitude. And my attitude is a, a, an attitude of worship. My attitude of thanksgiving. My attitude of service. Yeah. I'm working the work of the Lord while it's called today. See, guess what? If you get an opportunity, just, just in this The Bible says the righteous are as bold as a lion. But, somebody say but, the wicked, oh, that ain't none of us, but I'm just telling you as as the word says, but the wicked flees when no man pursues. You know why? You know why they flee? Guess what? I'm glad you asked. I'm glad you asked. Why do the wicked flee? The Bible says evil pursues sinners. Selah. Put a D on evil and what you got? Yeah. So so for all of you that are out there turning in, saying, you know what? I've been kind of devilish. I've been kind of, you know, off track and I I, want to give my life to Jesus. Give your life to the Lord. This is the greatest life you'll ever get in this world, in this eternity. And so guess what? We need to be excited about who we are, what God has done for us, what God is doing for us, and what is to come. Like I said, the best is yet to come. So be excited. Stir up the gift. The Bible says stir it up, stir it up, stir it up. We have to stir up ourselves. And I thank God that I'm able to preach to you because I got to preach to myself first. When I preach to myself, it's going to work. Glory to God. It's working. Oh, glory to God. I see, I see. I wake up, Mary, and you say, you know, I'm praying, I'm praying, I'm praying. And as you're praying, God is doing some amazing things. God is beginning to tear down. He's making things that are crooked. The enemy says, "I had a plan for him. I had, I had a, a plan to jack him up. I had a plan to, to, to put him in surgery and put him and, and not come out." But glory to God! If you had a bad report. Begin to declare the report of the Lord. Whose report will you believe? I will believe the report of the Lord. And when you believe the report of the Lord, I'm going higher. I'm breaking through. I, you know, I had a friend. His name was Stanley. Stanley, if you're looking at this, shout out to you. Stanley was a fighter pilot, and he would fight. I don't know F-16, whatever. And he would tell me when they were going to break the speed of sound, when they were going to hit Mach. I think it's what, what over 600 miles an hour. Somebody help me. But anyways, whatever the speed of sound is, he said the fighter the planes would begin to rattle. Come with me, church. Come with me. The plane would begin to rattle like it was going to fall apart. But once it hit and broke through the speed of sound, it was like a sea of glass, smooth as can be. Now, some of you say, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm going through. I got problems. I got problems. I got problems. With that little song we used to sing, Turn it over to Jesus, turn it over to Jesus, turn it over to Jesus, and you can smile the rest of the day. Hallelujah. Look, when you're turning it over to Jesus, that means you're unloading. You're carrying something that it wasn't designed for you. You cast all your cares. Psalms 55, a good scripture for the memorize. Psalm 55:22 simply says this. Cast thy burden on the Lord. Just practice. Cast. 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 All right, any fishers out there? It's cast. And I, I, when I go fishing, I try to throw that thing out as far as I could. You know? Throw it out. Cast thy burdens on the Lord. For he shall sustain thee. He will not suffer the righteous to be moved. Can I get a shout? Amen. I'm not moving, glory to God. I'm not. One of my, my what am I saying? is this. I'm not backing up. I'm not letting up. I'm not giving up. And I'm sh- not shutting up. But I'm what? Rising up. Reaching up. Standing up. Praying up. And lifting up the name which is above. Every other name at the name of Jesus. Every knee will bow. Every tongue confess. That Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. And it goes on to say of things in heaven, of things in earth, and of things underneath the earth. Say, my God has dominion. My God is a great God. And so that's why we're living by the faith of the Son of God. So that we can see the salvation of God with us. And as you stand and see the salvation of God with you. Woo, victory is coming. Victory is coming. The Bible, Bible says what? The battle is not yours, but it is the Lord's. Psalms 103, verse 1 simply says, bless the Lord. What? Oh, oh, my soul, and some of that's within me. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, thanks, thanks for the you, you, you diligent Bereans. Oh, that is it within me. Bless His holy name. Verse two. Bless the Lord O oh my soul and forget not all His what? Benefits. Somebody say benefits, benefits, benefits. Oh, benefits. Benefits. Guess what? You have benefits. I knew a guy about to retire, but this guy, you know, we have benefits. He had health benefits, dental benefits but he had spent more time investing a $10,000 Rolex and neglect his teeth, neglect his health. Why? His priorities were messed up. But we as believers, Hebrews 12, looking, just say it with me, looking, looking onto Jesus, the author and the finisher of my faith, who for the joy that was set before him, into the cross. Let's talk about the cross. The cross is your connection. The cross is your badge of recognition. I'm crucified with Christ. Yeah, that means you got to let go and let God. The things you can't walk like straddle the line, you know, one, one foot in and one foot out. Do the hokey pokey and shout it all about. No, that's not going to work. God wants a total commitment. God wants you not not just lukewarm. He wants you on fire. Somebody say fire. Woo! That's right. He wants he wants believer, believers, believers that say in spite of I'm standing. In spite of I'm fighting. In spite of I'm putting on the whole armor of God. I'm I'm I'm, I'm a serious committed Christian in Christ. What a privilege as I'm closing what a privilege what an honor that you know we look at all the stars on television oh this is a star that's a star guess what the bible says you are the apple of his eye sila some of you going through some uh uh, you know issues of identity and identity crisis low self-esteem I'm not good enough, I'm not worth, if God called you and God says I love you with an everlasting love, sure enough, don't let let up your confession and declaration. Begin to declare, I am highly chosen of God, I am blessed of God, I am the redeemed of the Lord. And the Bible said the redeemed of the Lord to say so, whom the Lord has redeemed from the hand of the enemy. Keep going, Christ is looking at you. He says, I got a believer down there. He's doing great things. She's doing great things. They're doing great things. Keep on working the work of the Lord while it's called today. God applauds you. God celebrates you. You know, just like Job, God said, have you considered my servant Job? Well, I don't, I don't want to go there, but hey, you're going to go through anyways. You might as well come out with a shout. When you're going through hell, don't part, don't stop, just keep going. You, the greater one is in you. He's bringing you through. He's bringing you through because why? He's got a destiny for you. Greater things are coming, church. Greater things are happening. Why? Because I'm praying. Why? Because I'm interceding. Why? Because I'm declaring the work of the Lord. Amen. I'm working the work of the Lord while it is called today. I'm not idle. I'm about my father's business. So if Jesus is living in us, and Jesus, because he's living in us, and because he's for us, get ready. God is going to release greater ideas, greater insight and understanding. God is going to give you a spirit of discernment. God is going to give you. It's just like when they came up to Jesus and say, this woman was caught in the act of adultery. Well, guess what? He said, "What well, he who is without sin, let him cast the first stone. Yeah, you may have fallen, you may have slipped, but today, I'm getting up, glory to God. I'm rising up, glory to God. Why? Because the faith of the Son of God says, I love you. I'm crucified, let's say it with me, say, I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet, not I, but Christ liveth in me. In the life I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Are you excited about the very fact that God's love is upon you? He says, I've set my love upon you. That's all you need to know. God, do you love me? Now, let me just tell you, in the end of life, the Bible says the books were open. And whoever's name was not written in the Lamb's book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Look how important it is. Believers, if you know someone and they ask you to pray for them, pray the salvation prayer. Because the salvation prayer covers them. Covers them from now until eternity if they truly make a commitment to Christ. My wife and I, when we got married, said, Gary, do you accept Donna as your beloved wife? I said, (laughs) I do. They asked Donna, do you accept Gary as your beloved husband? She said, I do. And guess what? I'm going to ask you, do you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior? What do you say? Hallelujah, I do. Glory to God. And Jesus says, I accept you. That's why I died for you. Know the value of who you are. Know the value of what Christ has done for you. Know the value. And I'm going to say for those of you that are saved and you're fully persuaded, go all the way. Help somebody else. The Bible says he that leads a sinner to righteousness, great rewards. So let's do great things for God today and let us live for God. Say this with me, say, I'm living, I'm living by faith. Jesus Christ, my Lord, my Savior, I commit my life totally to you, Lord. Have your way, to God be the glory. Forgive me of all my sins. Wash me in your blood in the precious, precious, precious name of jesus christ god bless you god keep you god make his face to shine on you and give you his perfect peace let's welcome pastor chuck as he comes the mighty man of god amen.
2: praise the lord well not only was i encouraged i was entertained today i mean <laughs> pastor gary you have an enthusiasm because he loves the word of god it's in him and it excites him amen does that excite you or do you walk around going like yeah i'm a christian I believe in God. No, you should have some happiness, some joy, some peace, right? And if you don't have it, just keep playing this uh, video over and over again so that you can rejoice in the Lord. Praise God. Now, if you made any of those prayers for salvation to be in the family of God, or if you asked God to rededicate your life, you asked him to rededicate, or you rededicate your life to him, you can call us with the number that's on the screen right there. We can further pray with you and guide you and direct you so that you can also have the joy and the experience of knowing God, having him live on the inside of you. And you know, it's not you that's living. It's not it, It's the faith of the Son of God that's living on the inside of you. It's not even you anymore. Amen? Our life is hid with Christ in God. Amen? So we're so excited that you were able to join us. Come back next week. We have the speakers, which makes it a little bit more easier to hear out in the parking lot. And we're excited that someday, yes, someday we'll be inside. And uh, hopefully this co- uh, coronavirus will be gone. And that we can just hug and love each other like we used to. Amen? Amen. Brother Ron's going to come and lead us in a song as we leave. Remember to watch uh, uh, Matthew with uh, interviewed by Charles at uh, 1230. And Margaret's going to do a lesson at one o'clock for the children. Amen.
0: All right, everybody, come on now. Clap your hands with me now. That's right. Wings of. The-